Hi, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Christina. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. Today, we're discussing BTS's J-Hope's first release, Jack in the Box. Our second season. Boo, boo, boo. Originally, <laughs> we weren't going to do the whole second season thing. I think we were just going to continue each week. But then as time went on, I'm like, we need a summer break. <laughs> Things yeah, happening. It was, life was lifing, as so they let's say. let's break it up into seasons. seasons. And I was just <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Actually, it worked out perfectly because our last episode was 13. Oh, look at that. I was like, perfect. It was meant to be um but yeah i didn't plan it that way i just was thinking about the time frame like stuff is happening in schedules like trying to find time to record right so i was like maybe we should have like a little summer break and then um we can get ahead again and everything and start again so that's where we are so we're season two episode one and there's nothing better than starting season two <laughs> with the release of j-hopes well i've seen stuff saying his first solo album they're not counting his mixtape as right. like his solo like and even i think even in the dinner rm kind of was talking like that too hmm. remember when he was saying like usually people by now have already started doing solo right stuff so i feel like even they don't really fully count the their mixtapes mix as their solo debut per se even right. though i feel like it really is i mean i do too but i i get it yeah i feel like that's all like semantic mm-hmm. is that the right word i think so I think technicalities like <laughs> y'all just going the, like this the industry has these different words like a mixtape is meant for this and you know yeah like he like he mentioned i think also i think he did talk about that like a mixtape that's why it's not it wasn't on um available everywhere i think for people at first some of the stuff right right so this is like the official solo debut like mm-hmm. kind of thing but technically he's already released some yeah. work before all the rap line has released yeah. solo music but i think well i was like we weren't around <laughs> when he released no. whole world no and i really feel like going back i don't really remember the way that this has been structured seemed like a more like a normal release of something. Right. With all the promo and lead ups and like different stuff. I don't think they had the same thing with the mixtape. Yeah. I mean, I'd have no clues. But I mean, they did have some stuff because he had music videos and like they did behind the scenes, but it feels different. Hmm. It feels a little more official this time around. Yeah. So whatever you want to call it, his first album, his first, first official solo, album, official album <laughs> his second release uh, second release it doesn't matter we got new music from (laughs) so at first we were gonna we were gonna start off the season two with like other stuff but then this happened i i wasn't even thinking about it like oh yeah this coincides with his release but like of course how to talk about his album like we've been waiting i know you've been waiting yes this is your boy <laughs> do you love his my dude first, my uh, guy <laughs> you love his first ep hope world yes like you listen to hope world the most and i listen yes. to uh Shugas, Augustine. Augustine more <laughs> no of all the solo 
rap line work, um, Hope World stays on repeat for me. Though, actually, during the pan, like beginning of the pandemic, I listened to RM's mono a lot mm-hmm. as well. I listened to, I, I feel like Hobie out of all of the three, I listened to Hobie's least mm. compared to like you. Yeah. Hobie, his style of music is just up my alley. I really did like mono, but I like upbeat music and mono's more chill. And Suga's music is, um, amazing but tends to be a little more dark and i just i just like i want to feel good i want to smile <laughs> when i'm listening to music i want to bop you know so well, hobie is usually good for providing that and no exception here it's different but no ex- i'm gonna say here. that's a perfect segue yeah. the fact that he went it's a totally different. different direction it's different but am i still bopping <laughs> absolutely i think that it's like he found the perfect mix. Yes. That's the thing. He did. He found the perfect mix. So like, he did. it's like it's completely different, but then it's not. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it's still him. It is. I was it, it's, it was genius. I was like, wow. Because when he first said that, I was just like, I'm nervous. I was extremely nervous. Um, I was nervous. I don't know if we want to jump right in, but. I mean, might as well. Basically, his album just released on um, what the 14th. No, 15th. Mm-hmm. Today is the 16th when we're recording this. And it's 10 tracks, technically eight songs. Two was like, two of the songs are like an intro and then like a interlude, interlude type yeah. thing. So it's not really like an actual song song. Um, there's music playing. Um, so it's a whole eight song. And he has two music videos so far. He did the pre-release more and then now Arson as the official I guess it's the official title track. I don't know. I th- I saw I articles saying like more was the pre-release and then Arson is the title track. But then they're like more. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's all yeah, these like knows? technicalities. Yeah. He has two music videos basically. So first of all, <laughs> when more came out, did we talk about this? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Uh, when more came out, it was more rock Mm-hmm. influenced and i was like wow he is going in a totally different direction yeah. i was that's what made me really nervous like whoa um, <laughs> rock is not my favorite genre um so therefore i'm just very specific about the types of rock that i like and that type of rock i didn't really i don't really like it so yeah. i thought the song was good as far as a rock sounding song goes i liked the lyrics i liked um the the music video the styling him just everything was great but the song itself once I listened to it I knew this is not going to be on my playlist personally for me it just doesn't do it for me but I was like I'm I mean he's living up to what he was saying that this would be different this is definitely different and I was nervous but I just felt like well we'll hold out hope (laughs) hold out some hope (laughs) for the official release because I was just like obviously if Every song is on this genre. It's probably, unfortunately, not going to be for me. But I also kind of, in the back of my mind, felt like, I don't see how it could all be like this. Because K-pop in general is just samples from a lot of different styles of music, Mm -hmm. even within one release. So I was hopeful, but I was definitely nervous. And when I listened, when it dropped at midnight on Friday, when I listened the first time, I was on the fence the entire album. And the reason for that was because a tiny part of me, despite having heard more, despite having heard him say, I'm going in a different direction, I I didn't want the different direction. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I wanted 
happy sunshine go lucky yeah. like ha bops you know hobie so i think with every song i was just kind of like on pins and needles like is this it is this going to be the song and while he did have a couple of songs in there that i feel like were a little more true and kind of fit in the hope world vibe overall it is not a hope world vibe mm -mm. type of album no so when I first heard it, like I said, my brain was in denial. So I was just on the fence with it. But when I listened the second time, kind of like all the inhibitions gone, yeah, all of the, the blinders I had on dropped, I was like, this album is fire. <laughs> <laughs> this album is a 10. It's a bop from track A to track Z. It's yeah. like, <laughs> so... I was really happy because the only track that I would drop, like I said, was more, which I knew from the beginning, not for me personally, that will not make my playlist. And then for me, when I'm listening to music with lyrics, I want music with lyrics. So most of the time when I'm hearing an album and it has an interlude of some sort, unless the interlude is totally fire, I don't generally go for it. Um, cause BTS does a lot of outros and intros, they but do. they sing, they do sing. It's very short, but they'll sing and it ha it goes with the theme of the album or whatever. Those I can do, but if it's just, um, music in general, even if it's music I like, I just feel like it kind of, it's almost like a, well, are you normally shuffling your stuff? No, I or listen to my stuff in order. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just. So when I'm I'm in the mood and I'm singing and stuff, and then all of a sudden this like non-singing song comes on, I'm just kind of like. But ah. see, to me, I'm like, if you're listening in order, then you would include the interlude. No. Because it like it goes to the flow of the story. It does. He definitely told a story. He did, but I'm like, again, no words. But so. it like it's like the transition piece. Like I get it, but I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> He's reading all hard. <laughs> exactly. I don't need it. Um, no shuffling. I don't use like the stuff because I like to shuffle my music. Mm. So. I like to know what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love to shuffle. So if, depending on how your interlude is, it's going to like, it's going to throw off the vibes. I'm going to want to skip it. Right. You know, because I'm just going from song. I'm already right. going different directions and it's like. I can see your reasoning. So yeah. I personally don't like to add those type of interludes or even intros, you know. Mm -hmm. But if I'm listening to it from track one, like I'm like, I'm going to this album, just want to listen to this whole album from top to bottom because I love it that much. Then you'll include mm -hmm. the interlude. I'll keep it in. Okay. But so um your second time around you were oh, like yes. I was completely <laughs> on board. It was just like okay, I can accept that this is different. It it is different. Now let me listen to it with an open mind. And when I did that, it was gold. For me, oh my goodness. When I listened to it the first time, I think I texted you I was like, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, I, you, when cry. you texted me, I was a couple of songs ahead of you. Was that your first listen? Yes. Okay. I was still on my first listen, but I was like, I am about to cry with when he sang mm -hmm. because we know Hobie's a singer, but his role in BTS doesn't really allow him to, to stretch that uh, talent too much. So when he sang, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what sound came out of my mouth, but I was just like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I'm about to cry. And then the next the other song where he sang more, I was just yes. like. <laughs> and I told you that. I was ahead and I was like, he's singing again. <laughs> I was just like, I. Yeah. Yeah. No, when I listened to the first album, for me personally, even though he says he's going a different direction, um, and I was like, ooh, I wonder. And then we saw more and I was like, okay. 
I'm not really in the rock mood per se right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the vibes going to give, I'm like, I don't know how much I'm going to want to play right. the record or whatever. But um, I feel like usually when I'm listening to something the first time, I like pretty much go in it with like an open, just like I'm ready to hear what don't, what you're going to bring. Like it's, I'm yeah. curious what it's going to be like. So when I started it, I was just like, he did the, the intro and I was like, this is fire. It's going to be fire. <laughs> I was like, this is about why I even doubt? I was like, what I even doubt? The intro, I was like, why even doubt? Because right. I love a story. I mm. love when artists do a story talking about some theme in their life or whatever they want to focus on. I just love it and like mm-hmm. concepts and stuff. So, yeah, the intro, you were, you were sold. I was like, it's going to be fire. I'm like, I don't even know why <laughs> I even doubted you, homie. And so, and then when it went, the second song, I was like, ah, it's my favorite song already. I don't even know. <laughs> I haven't heard anything else, but this is it. This is 100% it. And then, you know, I fold into the second, third song, and then the fourth, and I was just like, this is blowing my mind. And then when the equal song, that's why I was like, I was about to cry. Because <laughs> I'm just like, he just got better. He's singing right now. Like, mm-hmm. he's singing. And it kept going, and I was just like, you know what? Wow. But I actually back up to watching the music video. Um, so I was like anxious for that. Cause like what this is about to be arson, whatever. Literally I was like how our favorite people reactors were when they were watching just like, they were speechless, speechless, like straight serious, <laughs> like floored. Like floor. I was yeah. watching the screen. I was just like, no, what? Like <laughs> this is not happening. Uh, yeah. And so once I saw that, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I don't know what to expect. And then, like I said, when I heard the intro, I was like, yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be great. And um, I listened to it many times on Friday. Oh, <laughs> so many grief. times. I've listened. I've watched Artson multiple times. I have listened to the full album multiple times. I've listened to Artson. That's my favorite song on this album. So I'll say more when we get to the song breakdowns. But um yeah, it's it will be in heavy rotation for me. Yeah, I was I was And it's cool because it, it is different. It it's is. not the the general K pop feel, I feel like. So it's a nice change. Cause I mean we're all about the K pop and I don't see that changing anytime soon, but sometimes I do crave like ah, a little bit different sound. Right, because they definitely have a formula of mm-hmm. how they like to do their sounds and stuff. Right. So this definitely was outside of that box. I don't even wouldn't even want to call him K-pop. Like his sole thing isn't K-pop. No, like he's and just... I think that's why with his listening party, you didn't really see many K-pop stars. Yeah. It was mainly K R and B, K hip hop stars there because people in that on that side of the industry because that's really what this is. That's what this fits into that genre. When I saw he had the listening party, I was like, "Wow, he really he's is doing, it doing this <laughs> a listening party." Like that's why yeah. I was like. This is like the feels official because mm-hmm. they did not do that with the mixtapes. I know yeah. they didn't. Of course, they had some music videos, a little behind the scenes thing. But I felt like that was. It's more like, hey, Army, just think about y'all. Just right. drop this here little and take a listen. And of course, it was great. But I'm right. just like, this is truly like me. This is him as a solo, a solo artist. Right. You know? And yeah, I was like, wow. Can I be invited to this listening party? <laughs> I want to be there listening to this song for the first time with you. Uh, okay, let's go through the tracks. I mean, I've made my list. Oh, man, I, 
I don't know where I put mine. You're all, you know, I have all the lists, all the notes. <laughs> I, I kept changing it so many times because basically for me, this album is a 10 out of 10. I love every song. Right. And actually, you know how you talk about more. <clears throat> I told you this. Once I heard more in the context of the story, I was like, it all makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it flows so it well. Does. It goes with the story. And yeah. I love it. I'm like, I think it's giving a song. I love more. <laughs> but um, I mean, I figured we just go through. Each yeah, track we can start it. with number one, which is the intro. Um, basically, I think that was cool that he pulled that in because he's already talked about like inspiration for his name. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool that this particular, which I think he mentioned in an interview about it, he would decide to really lean into like his name. J-Hope, Jack in the Box, all that stuff, hence the album name. And so to have a little intro to start it off with like... Explaining what Pandora's Box means. Explaining what, yeah, Yeah. what Pandora's Box. I thought that was really good that he did that. And I told you, once I heard that, I was like, it's about to be fire. I'm like, (laughs) he's setting us up to tell the story. Like, this is about to be so good. What did you think when you first heard it? Um... I mean, I thought it was the perfect setup, like you said, for explaining what would follow. So it made sense, you know, for someone who, obviously, if you have no idea what Pandora's box is or what that means, you know, that story, then you kind of would miss out on the deeper meaning of the song to follow, which was Pandora's box, and also on the meaning of how he got his name. So I thought it was a perfect opening track. Then right into the song, Pandora's Box, that was track number two. Yes. And again, we're at the beginning of his story because I mm-hmm. feel like in this song, he pretty much talked about um, his role and his activities within BTS is pretty much what I got from it. Yes. Um, and what I really liked about this song was that it has a dark sound, but the bridge is so bright and happy that bridge when that bridge came in i was like oh my goodness every time i hear the bridge like every it's time just I... like a perfect oh. juxtaposition of sounds it killed me every time i hear that bridge i'm just like wow like this the music that's going into my ear canals <laughs> right now it's lifting my spirits like it's mm-hmm. just it's i don't know it immediately like makes you smile and then it goes to the chorus, which of course is hard hitting, and it goes oh. back to the darker sound, and it's just like, J to the oh hope. my to goodness, the hope. this is J so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, when I first heard the song, I told you, I was like, favorite song. Like, I love this song. Like, and it was, yeah. that, it was the bridge. It was like that yeah, bridge that bridge transition. is perfection. Every single time, it, it kills me. Um, but yeah, I really liked that song because like you said it's like the beginning of his story and like how he became who he was in bts Mm -hmm. um and becoming that persona and stuff i just yeah that play that bridge on loop yeah i love the chorus when he's like jay that part i yeah that for a while was like, I think this is my favorite song, but I've since changed that since okay. listening to the album multiple times, which I'll tell you later what my favorite song is, but Your um, favorite song is RM's song, isn't it? RM's favorite. Wait, what song is RM's favorite? Uh, we'll see. I forget. I think I know what you're talking about. I I, mean, I feel like this was did the I see other this in that article. He, he did it was in the article. And I was yeah. like, I think this is the other song Kaylin was saying she really liked, but we'll see. 
I don't know. I love Pandora's box. I really, that bridge, it's just, it's beautiful. And um, I think, you know, one thing too about this album, I love when people are good at transitioning to the next song. Mm-hmm. Like when the music, the music ends and the next song starts. Mm-hmm. So that's why I told you hearing more in this context is perfect because that's the next song that comes right after Pino's right. box. And I, I don't know, it just like flowed so perfectly. And I was just like, yeah. This is a moment to be like banging your head now. Like, I want more. Yes, this is. A I didn't think placement. about it with regard to the musicality of it falling in line, but I just felt like with his story, it falls in line because in Pandora's box we get, "Hey, this is my role," and then BTS, and then with more we get the hard work. What did they yeah. do when they were first starting out as BTS? Like all this passion, all this hard work. Right all this ambition because they were trying so hard to to make it yeah you know like like most artists you come out there and you want to make it big you want the money and the fame and the recognition and um you're willing you have the passion to do it and you're willing to work hard to do it and to the point that like everything is burning up everything's on fire that's how strong the passion was that's kind of how i looked at it um yeah I was trying to think within the context of the music video. I feel like the music video is a little, that's like a whole nother thing to discuss. But yeah, so it definitely perfectly falls in line with the story. Uh, yeah, I would say the musicality, but definitely storyline wise from that would make sense to put this song at this mm-hmm. part in the, in the album for sure. I love the part when he's like, yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> in the inhale, inhale, exhale, exhale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the one part two, I was just like, I don't want to hear this anymore. He said um, in the lyrics, he said something about bagging trophies and Grammys too. I'm like, I don't want to hear about the Grammys no more. <laughs> you could say bagging all the trophies. Forget them Grammys. Grammys you got all the other trophies. Who cares about this Grammys? <laughs> Forget but the grammar. <laughs> I don't know when he wrote that, so it might have been before. Right when they were up for a, a, <laughs> yeah. a win, but hadn't won. So you're like nominated. You're feeling you're feeling um hopeful, hopeful. that you're gonna mm-hmm. win and stuff. So you're just like, yeah, bang all the trophies and the <laughs> Grammys too. And I'm like, like, I guess as they say, that didn't age well. That didn't age well. <laughs> like they didn't win. Yeah. But no, I was when I heard that line, I was just like, <laughs> no. I actually really love more now. Mm-hmm. Originally, I thought I would not want to play it, mm-hmm. but now I feel like with this album, I want to listen to it from top As to bottom. I don't want to shuffle it. Right. Okay. But there might be times I pick random songs here and there, but I think I just want to listen to the whole track because it's not that long. Right. It's not. So I'm like, mm, just just listen to the flow of the story, and I'm like, I need more. I like <laughs> more. I I really like it. Yeah. It really grew on me. Um. I still, I did put in my, I did put it last place. Somebody got to be last. Right. And all their songs. Oh, I haven't I'm ranked. Like, I'm, you didn't rank it yet? I, uh, it's hard. It's hard, I know. That's it's why I said hard. I changed it many times. I have a favorite song, but yeah, I did not rank. Um, yeah, no, I, I ranked it. Um, so the next track, track four, is Stop, or There's No Bad People in the World. Mm-hmm. Which I, is a huge statement <laughs> to yeah, say. That's, really, that's a polarizing statement. <laughs> But let me tell you, this song. This song is very good. He does a lot in this song. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but. 
I would, would you would you like me to try I for think, my notes? <laughs> yeah, this is the one song which you mentioned too when we were talking about it previously, um, when it first came out, and we listened to it. This is the one song where he did a lot, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think flow. he's always but that's obviously, his vibe, obviously yes changes his flow, changes how his voice sounds. But in this song, he did it the most. And yeah, it killed me. <laughs> I. So, yeah, so, of course, I was, like, a Pandora's Box favorite song, right? So, when I got to stop, I was just, like, hand over my mouth, like, no, this is my favorite song. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's too good. And, yeah, the statement, there's no bad people in the world, mm, disagree. But <laughs> I love. But I think the context yes. in which he was saying that, and I feel like also, I'll just read what I wrote down. Basically, this song embodies hope. Like, it can't get more hopeful than to think that everyone is good, to have that assumption. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about the fact that we can, all, we can find common ground as people, no matter right. who you are. We have common ground. Um, he talked about realizing that people are different and that they're affected by nurture and that nature isn't always bad. Yeah. And I'm like, that's true because some people's personalities do lend to them being compassionate, mm-hmm. kind, all these things. And definitely how you're raised and nurture can contribute to you being a bad person. Yeah. So I really think that's kind of what he was trying to say. Um, and then he reminded us that change is possible and that small steps lead to That's what I was going to say. That was my favorite part yeah. of the song. How he, that was towards the end of the song when mm-hmm. he said that. I was just like. You right, you right. Thanks for that encouragement. (laughs) Small beginnings can make huge steps. Yes, yes. Yes. No, I mean, yeah. So I feel like, obviously, this. I feel like the theme of this whole album is hope, but this song really embodies that to me. No, I think that's. Um. Not you don't think future. Um, I'm gonna get there. We'll get there. But I still feel like overall, this is more, this embodies it the most. Just with that statement of saying that there's no bad people. Because it takes fair. a lot of hope mm-hmm. to be able to say that. Yeah. Mm, I love, yeah. Uh, I love stop. It's, yeah. It's great. great and then how in the background, like he had um, stuff going on in the background, you know, like it sounded like people arguing or someone yeah. being arrested and i feel like that's um a sample of something i'm i don't oh it might be i think it is i don't yeah. remember exactly what but i think it's a sample of a previous song um uh yeah a lot of times samples be going in my head and people be like that was a sample from that i'm like oh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> when i first hear it i'm not thinking like this is a sample from something else right but sometimes you f- hear a song you're like this sounds familiar and that's probably why because it's sampling something some beat and or song and they're just kind of like tweaking it mm-hmm. so I, I don't know where that's from but great song it probably is yeah so i heard stop and i was like wow another great song i just like what's gonna happen next and then um equal sign came on <laughs> and literally as soon as it started i was like this is about to this is about to be this is about to be <laughs> so good like i just feel you just felt it mm-hmm. and then when he started singing i was like <laughs> yeah when he got to the, knew it i, I knew think it. he sings in the chorus or is it the bridge when he started singing i was just like i'm done i'm i'm done 
Um, is it? I can't remember if it's the chorus, the pre-chorus, or the bridge. Yeah. And my only complaint was the song is so short. It is short. short. I was definitely not expecting it to be over. I'm like, I need more. I need more. (laughs) No, I, yeah. Equal sign. I love that song. Obviously, he's talking about, you know, everyone's different, but like, that's okay. We're all the same, basically. We're We're still all the same same at the same time because we're human beings, basically, and we just need to, you know, respect other people and um i mean the line that stuck out was it cost you nothing to be kind like when he said that i was like (laughs) why don't people get this yeah it's so true yeah uh yeah this is a song i was just like i feel moisture coming into my eyes i don't have time for this i didn't know you'll make me cry uh yeah no i love I love Equal Sign, and my only complaint is that it's too short. I don't like it. Um, and then the next is the interlude one that you said you're gonna. Well, I probably won't. I probably won't put it on there. The music box reflection. Right. It's just the sound of a music box going and Hobie heavily breathing. So <laughs> if you feel like you need that in your life, which, hey, you may, I, and I can understand it then there you go. I mean, it's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it goes with the theme because it, like, it sounds like the crank of a jack-in-the-box being turned. No, that part's cool. So it but goes why is with he the heavily theme? breathing? Because why not? Because <laughs> he already knows. He knows what he's doing. He knows yeah, what no, he's doing. I think it makes sense that they had this in there to go with the theme. No, that part was fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. And then... Track number seven is what? what if was deep, man. What if it was deep? So when I first heard it, of course I didn't know what he was saying fully. Mm-hmm. You just catch your things, but like the way he was singing, I was just like, I feel like this is like the darkest song on the whole <laughs> album. Like, whoa, I don't know what's going on, but I feel the angst. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel it in the song, the way he's singing it. Um, I mean, I just really appreciated the fact. To me, um, I feel like the message that he was saying in the song proves that he's still in touch with the reality. And I think a lot of celebrities, once you get used to the celebrity lifestyle, can kind of lose touch yeah. with reality um, and what else regular folk be going through. Even if they were like BTS and once were regular people, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can just get used to this new way of, of life and forget. And he basically in the whole song is just naming off all these different things, whether it be material or emotional and basically saying like, like what if he could didn't? I still be yeah. me? Could I still be this optimistic, happy person? If I didn't have passion, if I didn't have a house, if right. I didn't have a car, mm-hmm. if I didn't have any dreams, um, could I still be me? Could I yeah. still be Jung Ho Suk, you know? j-hope happy um and he just basically that was what the whole song was about you know and him ending with like could i do this you know and again i just feel like at least he's in touch i I feel like that showed that he's grounded and in touch with the reality of like hey i'm happy i'm optimistic and i'm all of that but what if i didn't have these things would i still be happy because there's so many people out here who don't have these things you know 
and that makes it harder to be happy in life. So I feel like this is coming from me, like, wow, more props to these people who are out here struggling, but they still choose happiness. They still choose optimism and hope, um, despite not having all the things, you know, in life, emotional needs met, material needs met. And that's huge, you know, because it's so easy to to be happy when things are going well. You right. know, when your pocket's full of money, when you can buy anything that you want. No, when true. people are at your beck and call, you know, as a celebrity, I'm sure it's, it's pretty easy to get into a, a mode where you would say, I can be happy because you have all these things. But what if you don't have all these things? So I liked it. And yeah. it was very like it building. It was a song mm-hmm. that kind of built over time. It did. To where it's just like, what if? What if? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, we rocking out again hard. I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was the most raw sounding song. Hmm. Hmm, I can agree with that. Yeah. Not the, not necessarily the Ross lyrics. Even no, I see is, what you're saying. Like the sound the of the sound, song. Like the way he did it. How it was produced, yeah. Like you said, it was building to. And then when he's at the intro and he's like, can I do that? I was like, <laughs> no. I don't know the way right. that he said it. I was like, woo, I just went on a roller coaster. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I think um, I put that towards the bottom of my list, too. I love it, but I I just put mm-hmm. it at the no that would definitely the bottom. be and I look at it as because there's eight songs so I believe like mm-hmm. the first four and the last four and that was definitely it's in my last four yeah oh man okay we're getting to the next song number eight which ooh safety zone man this this song <sighs> to me safety zone and future are more hope world Hobie they I feel are. like we're getting glimpses of hope world Hobie. And I really loved Safety Zone. I loved the sound of it. it. It's a happy sounding song. It's kind of like a steady sounding song. Um, the pace of it. Um, but when you really look at the lyrics, it's actually a little bit sad. No, I was going to say, yeah. really, the whole, this whole album is like the more sad part. Mm-hmm. A sad part of his personality. Right. More like introspective. Revealing person. the fears. Yes. You know, the challenges. And yeah. so even though this sounds a little more positive, it still was like, I mean, he's asking, where's my safe zone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like everything he's involved in, but like, where can he? Where can he go for peace and comfort? Yes. And the line that really stuck out to me, well, there was a couple, but one line that stuck out to me was him saying that, he enjoys animals more than people i know i was like whoa and i i've seen people make statements or comments like that before and that kind of made me a little sad yeah because i feel like you know you know we have this attachment to bts and um for me personally it's never been a delusional attachment yeah but it's just always been the attachment of i care about them yeah you know and I want to see them happy. I right. want to see them have what they want to have. And most people want to have a relationship. You want to have that person that you can, that is your, that's your safe space. Mm-hmm. And by him saying that, it makes it seem like he does not have that. And I want that for right. him. <laughs> we need that for I want Hobie to have a, you know, his person, you know, that he can go to. That would be that safe zone, that safe space for him. Because I feel like, 
that is the beauty of of having a relationship with someone and it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship mm-hmm. it could be parents you just you know siblings friend, whatever you have this person that you know you can go to and count on when you're in that space where you feel like like i said all there's so many questions and fears and hopes and all that in this album it's like where you could go to that person and be like man i'm struggling today <laughs> you know or you know this is happening or i'm not feeling as hopeful or whatever the case might be you want that person and i'm just like they better materialize for hobie okay <laughs> get him yeah. wherever you at wherever you at make yourself known and be his safety zone and then the line about the giving tree because mm. i'm a book person and i've always um loved that story yeah and he was just like where's my stump to go back to i was like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no. that was also so, yeah. a really sad song. Mm-hmm. But the the music, it's oh happy, joy, upbeat. It was gospelly, yeah. gospel vibes. Yes, a little bit. And even with the the guy at the end, mm-hmm. that he had singing, dude was singing. His yeah, face he was off. singing. That's also <laughs> that song was yeah. giving me a little bit more gospel R and B vibes. And definitely that when that song played the first time, I was like. Yep, here I am again, crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like really? So yeah, I was sad, and then I was like mad because I was like, "Where, where is Hobie Safe Zone? Somebody." I was sad because put put yourself out here (laughs) and be this man's safe zone. I was sad because, well, obviously didn't know what the lyrics were at the time, but I knew safety zone. Like he has to be talking. It just seemed like it had to be something emotional, like the way it was. So, and then he started singing. I was like, it's Mm -hmm. too much. I'm just like, he seems so sad i can't can't deal with hobie being sad <laughs> it ain't right uh, <laughs> yeah no i love safety zone um yeah it's just so good uh the next song is future and i think he said this before that that's one thing he's afraid of is the future mm-hmm. so well, I feel he's like- definitely stated He's kind of scared of when BTS is no longer BTS. Yeah. Then I, what will he be? And this song, like, I feel like it touches on that. Mm-hmm. But also him being like, this he's was more hopeful. Going to be, yeah, yes. I was like, it's not sad yeah. though. It's this like, was more hopeful. okay, the future is like unknown per se. Like, it's not unknown per se. It, it is. is unknown. <laughs> it's completely unknowable. Unknown. <laughs> but like, at the same time, He's just going to do what he always said he's going to do is have courage and faith and be positive mm-hmm. and just keep walking into the keep, future with hope. Yep. I was just like. Like make plans and just go with the flow. But you just have to go with the flow of life. And the future had the kids. That was one of the kids, right? Am I true? Hmm. Am I? Bl- am I, I remember. Am I messing this up? So wait, wait, wait. Safety zone. It had the guy at the end singing, right? That I wasn't future. So. I didn't mix those up. But I? he's saying in future. I don't think he's saying in safety zone. I don't have that in my notes. I have no, no, him singing okay. in future and, of course, an equal sign. Okay, I was getting things mixed up. So safety zone, it was the guy, was the at, the guy end, singing. at the end. Yeah. Yes. And then, but I still was like, ooh, this is making me sad. Because just the way he was, like, rapping it, mm-hmm. I was, and then. It was emotional. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. But then future comes on. So you're in an emotional state. The future comes on. And it like sounds so positive. Mm-hmm. And then you start singing. I'm just like, oh, 
oh tears mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um i'm so positive i heard some little kids you probably did am i you probably did i gotta go back now let's i listened a million times and i'm already I know, doubting I'm like, myself I'm, like i'm, not, I'm really remember. positive i've heard kids like the sound of kids that would be perfect and that's that why i was like yeah. he put the children for the future <laughs> i was like no <laughs> <laughs> no yeah future yeah i like future and um I don't know. You had any thoughts about future? Um, no, I mean, nothing more than what you already said. I mean, you said the words that yeah. I have written down, Oof. you know, that were part of the lyrics that, mm. um, and I think this also does go with the part of his personality that he has chosen to show army is that going with the flow. I think yeah. we've observed that through um, Bon Voyage and In the Soup and stuff like that, that he's really just like, oh, you want to do this? Sure. Yeah, he's down do for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that um, even though that that's what he presented to us, that's what we have in our head, like, oh, Hobie just goes with flow. He's just calm, cool. But he's still reminding us, like, the future is scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is it is scary to to not know because we don't know yeah. what the future holds. But it was an encouraging song in that it was just saying, hey, have courage, faith, and hope, and just keep moving forward. Make your plans, but just go with the flow and keep moving forward. So... I mean, you don't get no better than that. <laughs> yeah, I really love Future. Anytime Hobie's singing, I'm here for it. He needs to like drop an album of him just singing fully on his R&B tip. <laughs> <clears throat> and it ends with the last song, Arson. My personal favorite and I was on this like, album. If I could get this this song tattooed on my eardrums, <laughs> I would. I like, would do that. When I finally reached to this song, because obviously I, I watched the interview first before I listened to the album. Right. I was like, wow, it really all makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> it all comes together, his it story, does. into this song. Like, this is like the perfect, I mean, it really is. This perfectly ends the album. Um. <clears throat> What I love about the song itself is the pacing. Mm. It starts off slow and it just continues to build. And if yeah. you look at the music video, it's like continuous one cut. It is. It's and so then cool. the smoke comes in and we transition to the next cut that basically takes us to the end of the video. <clears throat> so it's just. And um, compared to like when you compare it to other to K-pop's usual music videos, it's very simple. But it's so effective. And I just, everything was perfectly timed. Like the people running back and forth on fire. It wasn't overbearing. You know, the house, the picture of the perfect house in the background was slowly going up in flames yeah. the whole time in the first um, cut scene. Um, it was just so good. The song has this kind of like a feedback hum. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a, a, um, a speaker turned up really high, but you don't have sound coming out of it, and that hmm that, that yeah. it does, it had that, which I really loved. And of all his ad-libs, and I feel like throughout this album, Hobie's to me is like the king of ad-libs, but throughout this album, they've been very subdued, but it's just perfect. Yeah. It's just enough to add interest. And in this song, there was like... um. Hobie did some ad libs, but then there was an ad lib where it sounded like, you know, where you make that sound where you're like popping against your mouth. That was like towards the end. 
I cannot express how much I love this song. This song was just so good. And it talked about the burn was referencing his passion, his hard work. I think it was a reference to BTS's rise to fame because mm. he was basically saying how they burned everything around yeah. them. Um, I think it references the dark side of fame because he says his inner self was in pain and in fear. Mm. Um, and then he ends the song with this question of basically like, should I put this fire out or should I just continue to stoke it? Like, do I keep going? Yeah, I I really <laughs> I really like the chorus because he's just like, you know, if anyone asks, he's like, oh yeah, I started this. Like, you chose to go through yes. this past, right? But after the choruses, like, oh not the chorus, the verses are breaking down the struggle, the pain, mm. and all that he went through. So then it's like, whoa, well, what do I choose now? Right. Like, which direction do I want to go? Do you want to keep going? And, and for me personally, I feel like it's keep going because no, the last so one he said, let's burn. Yes. So no, I was like, like I think yes. so too. He's questioning it. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's questioning the whole time going through this, the thing. Because he's going back and forth. Because he even yes. mentioned about, like, it's best to go out on top, like with applause. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That's when you want to leave. And I was just like, does this mean that you're leaving? <laughs> <laughs> so when I tell you, I was like scrutinizing the lyrics, like, okay, you have this question, Obi. You are saying, what should I do? Please tell me you're going to keep going. <laughs> so then the last, within the last verse, it said, let's burn. And I was like, oh, oh, let's, yes, let's burn. <laughs> it's no, so No, I don't think, yeah, I was like, I don't think he's done. No, I, I got the feeling that he's going to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think he's going <laughs> to stop. <laughs> but no, I remember when it, when it did transition, transition into that, I was like, it even really fully hit me. That's mm -hmm. wait, I guess because at that point I didn't know the lyrics. Right. But yeah. I, I registered that transition where he was like, let's burn. I'm like, Oh no! Like I'm just feel like this is a pivotal moment in the song right now <laughs> right. because the lyrics just switched. Yeah, and I caught that. Um, he put that in English, so yeah. I told you when I watched the music video, I was just like stuck. Like, yeah, just... I I was also pretty much like, what is happening? <laughs> I was just because, like I said, from the beginning that I heard this song I was like I love this I love this sound I love the pacing I love the beat and then um the music video how he was rapping how he was walking stiffly like uh, it just all connected and it came did. together and I was just like repeat 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 yeah I was going <laughs> back and forth because like I said every song I'm just like yep 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 <laughs> and um but then after the 10th time or whatever time it was <laughs> i was like you know what i am kidding myself arson is the number one song it is? yes <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was equal sign no 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 that's no, arm's no. favorite no, no arson i love equal sign is the song no, for me like just... i said tattoo it <laughs> in my brain waves <laughs> no i love equal sign like i no, wish it was longer every it's, song is I, amazing it's beautiful but there's something about arson for me that and another thing that I wanted to point out was <clears throat> I feel like I think if you're probably critiquing music and more into it, people look at the cohesiveness of the mm -hmm. album. Obviously, the story part of this is extremely cohesive. It has that yeah. flow. But I personally felt like Moore and Arson don't really fit to me entirely with the flow musical 
the musicality of the album. Really? No. I feel like this album overall is true to Hobie because it's like old school hip hop. Yes, it definitely had a lot of old school hip hop sounds. 90s sounding Mm -hmm. hip hop R&B. More to me is like a rock and R&B mix. It is. Which is not really old school hip hop and R&B, like specifically in that genre. It's like a rock and R&B mix. And Arson to me is like an alternative R&B mix. So I felt like if you're looking at it musically, those two songs kind of are set apart. Mm-hmm. But all of the album together, I mean, flows, and I couldn't imagine the album without those two songs. But I just felt that goes with K-pop. Like I said, I feel like in general, they'd be pulling and sampling from different genres, right. and it's fine. But I feel like if an, if this was like an American release, probably people would be like, ugh. You know, yeah. I don't feel like these two songs really go with the flow mm-hmm. of the music. I feel like the overall theme musically of the album i feel like more doesn't fit the overall musicality of the album yeah like i said when i heard the flow in the song like of the album i'm like it fits better than i thought like it actually does fit even though when you hear each track that one stands out as a to me a very different flavor a different flavor than the rest of the songs Mm -hmm. but when i I don't know when the transition from Pandora's box to that, to the next one, I don't know. It just works for some reason. Mm -hmm. And that's, I was like, actually, I kind of like this song more. Right. And I don't think I would skip it when I'm listening to it. Right. The whole, you know, the whole body of work, but I didn't feel like arson did not fit. Mm. I didn't feel it. I feel like it fits better than more, but I still felt like it's a little bit outside outside of the general genre of, of the entire album. Yeah. But it fits well. Um, honestly, when I first heard it, it made me think of Twenty One Pilots. Really? I don't know if you're familiar with their music, but I know who they are. You'd have to like play their song to yeah. trigger my memory. A lot of their songs are one upbeat sounding, but have sad lyrics. Mm-hmm. And also, um, they do a really good job of mixing hip hop elements with like an alternative sound. So it's like rock, but it's not like straight rock. Right, right. It's maybe giving a little bit emo. So I don't you know. Think his, that was kind of the vibe he was giving. That when song. I first heard that song, that's what it made me think of. I immediately thought of a specific 21 pilot song. And I was like, Oh, this kind of has a, a similar sound, similar vibe. Mm. Um, that was my take. And I, I hate to compare. I hate comparing yeah. artists. I don't mean that in a negative way at all, because I think everyone, everyone is, is giving their part, um, their own creative creativity, personality. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing new in the world. There's no new music right. genres being created. So usually you might hear something be like, yeah, it puts me in the mind of this. Or it reminds me of right. that. So I would not at all compare him to 21 Pilots, like overall. But just the sound, the was particular sound vibe. was giving that genre. Because I wasn't even sure what genre they were in. And I looked it up because I was like, what? When I first started listening to their music, I was like, it has elements of hip hop because he's rapping. But the sound musically is not really straight hip hop. It's not really R&B. It's not really pop. It's not right. totally rock. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what is this? So then I think that's why it fits into the kind of like the alternative. That makes sense. Which is kind of like, to me, you're just pulling from all kinds of different genres, but you just make it work and it sounds good. So that's kind of the vibe that I was getting. So to me, more was like a rock sound. Arson is like an alternative. Rock, more was rock and hip hop. <laughs> you know, arson is alternative in hip hop. And the rest were giving me straight old school hip hop. Yeah. No, I think I would agree with that. 
Arson is definitely giving more alternative sound for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I don't know. I think in the flow, it doesn't stick out to me. Not like maybe more because does. it like yeah, it's no. ending everything out. I don't know what it is. And it's such a building. No, song I get what and, you're saying. Yeah. But more definitely, definitely stands out. out. As being different yes. from the rest of the album. That's why when we first heard it, I was like, whoa, yeah. where are we going? I was nervous. I was like, yeah. is this what we going to get? But then, like, once I heard Pandora's box, I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he going to give it to us. He cannot because that's what he loves. So right. even though he wants to do something different, he's still going to have elements of, like, his true love mm-hmm. of, you know, hip-hop, old-school hip-hop sound. So I'm just like, man, what is this live performance going to be at Lollapalooza? Oh, it's going to be oh, my fire. I, I'm not ready. I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Just, I don't even know. There's going to be fire. I already know it. There's going to be fire on the stage. (laughs) Oh, there has to be. There's going to be fire. Yeah, this album was a solid 10 out of 10. I don't know why I was worried. Um, We say this for every 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 BTS release. We're like like 10 out of 10. Don't know why we were concerned. (laughs) Don't know why we were scared. Well, because it's just like, there's no way you just like everybody's music. Yeah. And I know that's a discussion I've seen on social media. Like it's like, I think it's like we kind of keep waiting for them to put something out that we're just not loving. And people are like, you don't, you just co-sign everything they do. Cause it's like, you're biased. Like you love, love the artist. Right. And it's like, yeah, I am biased, but there are people that I'm like, mm, don't really like this song, mm-hmm. but those people are not BTS. It's just not BTS. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. We're just waiting, man. We're we're expecting. We're waiting for a, a flop. I mean, <laughs> we're just not getting it. I guess we do have our one flop. Well, I mean, they have songs I don't like. Permission to Dance. <laughs> that I was our like flop, personally. Yeah, <laughs> I did not like Permission to Dance really at all. Like, when we first heard the music or saw the music and stuff. I was a bit disappointed. And I was just like, should I? I'm like, I wonder if she feels the same <laughs> way. I'm like, I was disappointed. I'm not loving this <laughs> um but yeah no uh overall i mean we're usually not disappointed at anything that they do we we enjoy all the stuff they put out mm-hmm. even stuff that people feel like it's not the same as their original whatever it's not but it's still good i'm like still slaps still love it. <laughs> okay <laughs> i still want to blast it on my speakers okay so this hobie album 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. and I really hope he continue, continues to put out music Yeah. Um, as a solo artist because I really, I actually really do enjoy his solo work and I can't wait to see the visuals of the live stages. Yeah. I, I just don't even, I just don't even know what's going to come up. I don't even know. Like he's so creative and I'm just like, how is he going to, is he going to infuse dance? Like he has mm. to, right? Like. Like taking it back to Hope on the Street vibes, <laughs> like this could work with the song album, right? Yeah, definitely some of the songs it definitely could. Yo, I can't wait to see it. Um, any last thoughts on um Jack in the Box? No, just it was great, and it just make made me excited for all of the solo work to come yeah. in the future from the other members because I I don't think that they'll disappoint either. Yeah, no. Chapter two so far has been great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I, I I don't even want to bring it up. I think the true change is going to be, you know, the E word, <laughs> as they say. The E word. 
Oh, I was thinking, <laughs> I always think of it as military. Oh, okay. No, so I've like, heard people call it you word because they don't want to say it because <laughs> yeah. it triggers people. No, I mean, t- to be totally honest, I think true change is going to come when this contract is over. Um, because mm-hmm. it'll, we'll have to see, will they renew? That's true. Will they do a new contract, but just not be out, obviously on the K-pop hamster wheel? Will they not do any new contract? I think that really will be, that's why I was a little, huh, I was a little bit apprehensive about the so-called cha- chapter two and the changes coming, which they've been talking about for a very long time. But there was part of me that was like, guys, they still have time on their contract. Right. So it's not like they're going anywhere. Even if things are going to change, we're still going to be getting a lot of BTS because they're under contract to make money for Hyde. Yeah, <laughs> so no, that's true. I wasn't really super concerned. So I think what really is going to be the transition is when this contract ends and seeing what they do and where they go from there. Because honestly, I don't think they're going to renew this contract in yeah. the same way that we're seeing some of these other K-pop groups who have been going on for years renew their contract and they're like, hey, we're still going to, we're, we're signing mm-hmm. up to be on this this K-pop hamster wheel. I don't think they're going to do that. And that's going to be the major change. So. Well, we're not going to think about it right now. we got time. <laughs> We've still got some years, we're guys. Good. We've we still got, got some years. so much them. more to come. Kobe started this off with the Bang J-Hope, Jack in the Box. Go stream it. Show him love because this album is fire. 10 out of 10. And until next time. All the finger hearts to you. We purple you.